And we are back with another episode of your favorite podcast, Wrestling with the Homies. I'm the homie Quan, and as always, I'm joined by my good friends, my homie Cooley. Peace. And my homie Sylvan. Yeah. Uh, mushroom <laughs> coffee, drinking, <laughs> uh, mushroom coffee again. <laughs> drinking that mud, baby. Oh, that mud, brother. man. Come on, man. You know I'm at with it. Get your pre nah, your pre-bo- prebiotic, probiotic. You know what I'm saying? Right. All that. Hey, you know me. I got my smart water, like always. I got my water. You feel me? So how y'all been, man? How, how's the week treating y'all? Y'all see Barbie yet? Fire, super fire. Very comedic. It? Yeah, man. I, I laughed. It was really good. You I really pink? liked it. Be honest, you wore nah. Pink? I didn't wear pink, man. <laughs> my shorty, my shorty, my shorty would, my shorty was look like low key trying to like go and get some pink. I'm like, yo, it's too late for all that. Like, let's just pull I have up. Not seen Barbie yet, man. Listen, I haven't even seen Spider Man, so I'm not about to see Barbie before Spider Man. That's all. Bugging, man. It's fire. Yeah, I ain't gonna hold you. I know. It was pretty good. John Talk Cena about it, Quan. <laughs> John Cena uh, had a cameo. I, I ain't gonna hold you. I wore pink. I wore a pink bandana <laughs> around the neck. I was in there looking like Billy and Chuck. It was lit. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I had a good time. It was it was a little feminist, but I mean it's it's Barbie. That's what it's you expect. Barbie, yeah. But it had a good message behind it. I really liked it. I ain't gonna hold you. That's real. Well, they got nine hundred nine hundred million box office. They on their way to a million. Look, we we starting a wrestling podcast talking about Barbie. <laughs> 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 hey, but look, it's the hottest thing in the world. So you know, I had to get that out the way. You feel me? And John Cena in there. So you know, it's a little wrestling related. But fellas, we got a lot of wrestling to get into. But before we get into it, can I just let y'all in on a little secret? All right, man. You know, your boy, your boy used to have hoop dreams. Your boy used to have hoop dreams. Like every other black boy in the neighborhood, I had hoop dreams. You know what I'm saying? So going into my sophomore year of high school, I thought I was really gonna make it. So all summer, I'm at Robinson Park putting in work i'm in that gym shit well not the gym because you know it's the hood so we ain't have a gym but you know we had the concrete and the chain nets but i was out there i was putting up shots i really thought that i was gonna be the guy i thought i was the next kobe so sophomore year come up they having tryouts i hit the gym i do the little drills we get in that scrimmage and i'm like all right i'm about to kill him i've been training for this moment i'm about to kill him man i must have went over 30 <laughs> I don't know who this Mexican dude was who was guarding me, but he he had to be the Mexican Kawhi Leonard because he locked me up. Everywhere I went on that court, he was Pat Beverly just on me. I'm turning the ball over. I'm breaking shots. I ain't even hitting the rim. They bouncing off the backboard. It's bad. This this, this Mexican dude, he had to be the Ron Artest of Mexicans, like straight up, because he, <laughs> he bodied me. He it's bodied me. Safe to say, I did not make that team. I definitely didn't make that team. I fell flat on my face. But you know what? At the end of the day, I went out there and I tried. I gave it my best. And that's 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 more than you can say for a lot of people. What's the what's the what's the corny quote that everyone says? The biggest failure is not trying, right? And right. I tried. I tried. Which brings me to our first topic. Olympic gold medalist Gable Stevenson <laughs> made his long-awaited WWE debut. And he just like me for real, because he went out there and he tried, but it didn't go too well. <laughs> Now, look, the music hits, right? The music hits. Gable Stevenson comes out wearing his little red singlet, looking like Kurt Angle. The crowd is behind him. Everybody's cheering. We like, all right, we digging you. He had no knee pads on. You know when a wrestler don't have knee pads, they about, to, they about to put in work. So he goes in the ring. Crowd is cheering. Let's go, Gable. Mm, 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 mm. 
They lock up. Baron Corbin Irish whips him to the corner, and he goes for the move. Y'all know the move. Mm-hmm. They use the corner. They leap up. Baron Corbin goes underneath them. It's a move that's in every other every match. It's it's a pretty standard wrestling move. This is where it all went bad. First off, Gable oh, Stevenson jumped way too high on this move. He went in slow motion. It looked awkward. He landed, and it was very clear, to Cooley's point, it was very clear that he was supposed to go for a belly-to-belly suplex in this moment. Gable Stevenson completely forgot what he was supposed to do. It was very obvious that he had no idea what he was supposed to do because Baron Corbin was standing there with his arms open, just kind of waiting to be grabbed, and Gable Stevenson ain't grab him. He then started to throw the worst-looking forearms I've ever seen, and the crowd started booing. Everywhere you look, it's just <laughs> boo. Let's go, Corbin. Look, at when Baron Corbin is getting cheers over you, you know you did something terrible. Because Baron Corbin is probably the most disliked wrestler on earth. So when he's getting let's go, Corbin chance, you know it's going bad. Now, safe to say, Gable Stevenson had a pretty terrible debut. But I'm not here to trash the man. Because just like me, he went out there and he tried. This was his very first match. In front of 4,000 people. Most people's first match is in a high school gym in front of 30 people. Gable Stevenson went out there and performed for the very first time in front of 4,000 people. So you got to give him a pat on the back for that. But like I said, the match was very bad. He looked uncoordinated like he didn't know what he was doing out there. Hopefully he gets it together, but that was a very bad first impression. I need to get y'all thoughts on this. How did y'all feel about this match? You want to get your rocks off, Cooley, man? Listen, man. You you seem real. You was real passionate about it, man. So, you know. <laughs> I said this before. I said it to y'all some days ago. Give him some grace. Give him some grace. His, his heart is not all the way in. Oh, He's man. currently training for something else. He was treading lightly the whole match. He didn't want. He was being so strategic in everything he does. And once he got get, once he got booed, that's when it all went wrong. This man is not Kurt Steven Angle. I'm sorry. I don't know who said that. I don't know why they running with that. Booker T, y'all seen the article of Booker T said, man. That's so yeah. facts. I'm sorry. Booker why T went Booker crazy. Gotta, Booker T why you got to do the crazy. man like that? Like, yeah, Booker, Booker, man. Booker, Booker was crazy, like that, bro. Man. Yeah. But what's your thoughts on this? I mean, look, man, you know, my, my thoughts are that Gable Stevenson is an Olympic gold winner, right? So he's an Olympic gold medalist. We are expecting mm. very high things from this athlete. Uh, we are expecting excellence from this athlete. And he had his debut match and it didn't go great. And I think there's a myriad of reasons why. Number one, because wrestling in the WWE is just a completely different way of wrestling. And I think for anybody to have their debut, their debut match at WWE is incredible. But if you're going to have your debut match, you're going to be green. It doesn't matter how great of a wrestler you are. You're going to be green. You're going to have some mistakes. You're not going to get it right. But we're being harder on this guy because he's an Olympic gold medalist and we feel like he should, you know, be a lot better. But he's not better. You know, he's just like everyone else. He's going to make mistakes Um, no matter how skilled or proficient he is. He's not going to come out with a five-star match, especially against, you know, Baron Corbin. No offense. Um, whoa, 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 whoa. No whoa. offense, no offense, no offense. He no high offense. in that ring. Yeah, if, Baron if there was nice. anyone I, to I said no offense. There. I said no offense. I, I'm just saying I had to I check you on no Baron Corbin. Corbin. I like Baron Corbin. I'm just saying, like, I said five-star matches, right? <laughs> Dave Meltzer. But I'm <laughs> Dave just saying, Meltzer. <laughs> you know what Dave, I mean? But speaking of Dave, Dave Meltzer, Meltzer, he gave this match <laughs> one and a quarter stars, which is like... <laughs> 
Come on, uh, man. Who, who, like, uh, why'd you have to rate this match? We God all know it was Lee. bad. We saw it. Right. We saw it. We saw we it. Know, and, and he did it because he knows that Gable Stevenson is an Olympic gold medalist. We have high expectations for him, man. So I think it's kind of, I think we're just being unnecessarily hard on him. However, on the flip side of that, I will say that this guy, Gable Stevenson, I've heard has another match or another competition coming up in yep. the Olympic space. And I mm -hmm. think. I assume that he's taking this WWE thing a little bit lightly and thinking, oh, you know, I could just go in here and do this WWE style and keep it pushing and really put my um, eggs into eggs into one basket of training for this Olympic competition. You know what I mean? And I think he wasn't right. taking it seriously. And it was just like you said, Quan, um, we were talking about this earlier. You basically were like alluding to the fact that he didn't take any, any real bumps and he could have just been protecting himself for this competition. He so, took punches yep. and kicks and Irish whips, but he ain't taking no real bumps. No bumps. Yeah, man. I just don't I just don't feel like I feel like we're all being too hard on the guy. I saw what Booker said. I get it, but at the end of the day, man, like we're only being hard on him because he's an Olympic gold medalist. All right, so look, clearly y'all want to skate around it. Nobody really wants to say it, so I'm going to just go ahead and take it upon myself to say it. Now, Sylvan, you kind of alluded to something earlier. You said that we were being too hard on him because he's a gold medalist. Yeah. Well, that might be the case. That yeah. might be partially the case. But let's be honest. Uh-oh. <laughs> Does it feel a little racy to y'all? The way that the internet kind of goes at Gable Stevenson? Does it feel a little racial to y'all? Because, I mean... Every time Gable Steveson is brought up on WWE, all I see on tw Twitter is people trashing him for some allegations that he had in the past, which we won't get into because that's a whole different topic for a whole different type of podcast. But he got some allegations and people won't let him live. Now, I'm all with you if you want to take a stance against this type of action, but the thing is, a lot of his white peers have these very same type of allegations. Let's not forget Darby Allen faces these type of allegations. Matt Riddle. I mean, Vince McMahon, whose show that we watch three times a week, has these very same allegations. I don't see people Yikes. trashing them the way they trash Gable Stevenson. Yeah. So it sounds a little personal to me. Seems like it might be because he's a black man. Huh? So I do mean, you think that's why he got booed because of that? I'm not saying that's why he got booed, but I'm, I think the internet is a little too hard on him when it comes to that, because if we're not keeping it consistent across the board with his white peers, why are we trashing the one black man? There's there's wrestlers who are well, some of our favorites of all time who I won't mention because I love him to death. <laughs> He's been charged with domestic assault. He before beat the his internet. wife. And before the internet. It, I, ne I never hear about none of this. When he's on our screen, so why are we trashing this young hey, man. twenty year old black man? We I just crazy, want to know. Yeah, we coolie. in the crazy generation, man. We in the crazy generation. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We had the they had the nineties. It was look, more in man, person. I, I mean, look, man. I'm I'm I, I kind of gotta agree with Quan, man. You know, and I gotta bring this back to you know the Velveteen Dream. You know, Velveteen oh, Dream had some. There we had go. Some very much had very much allegations of I think child of like child. Um, I don't even want to mention it. He had some allegations. Just he had some allegations. <laughs> some very serious allegations revolving children, which I think were like cleared. Like they were, like he was he was cleared of his name. Yeah. At, at a certain point, I think, 
And um, it ended up being a like some Reddit up, user made something up, or yeah, made something up. And he had a very promising career. He was part of NXT. He was a standout. People really loved him. And you know, we got rid of him. Well, not we, but NXT got rid of him. And WWE decided let's get rid of this guy. But then you got a lot of fan favorites that I will not name out of the you know out of the sake of just you know this podcast and where we're at with it that are proficient and are still wrestling and are still out here moving like nothing happened. And, you know, they do not happen to be black. And so there is something to what, to what Quan is saying. Um, it's very unfortunate. Uh, I can't act like it doesn't exist. Uh, but that doesn't take away from the fact that Gable Stevenson really did have a sucky debut. Like the guy sucked, man. He just was not great. And All right, come on. He, he, you he can't sucked. Tell me that and it's okay. It's there. okay. It, I'm not saying there was nothing there. I think I there's obviously something there. I think he has a lot of character, a lot of potential. But at the end of the day, his match his match sucked, and the crowd saw it, and they were like, "Yo, we don't like what you're giving us." And I don't think it's from a lack of. I don't think it's from a lack of experience. I do. Th- even though he's green, so I'm going to give him the green aspect of never wrestling in a WWE ring. But I think it's because he is an Olympic gold medalist. Like at the end of the day, bro, like if I'm bringing in, if I'm bringing in a former, uh, if I'm bringing in a basketball player to the NBA and he's played in the NBA before, you know, I'm expecting really great things okay, or at least really cool th- things or at least decent things. This guy was just like, it just felt like he wasn't trying. And I think that's the real part here that we're all struggling but, with. But so, we do so, have to understand. Oh, yeah. Go ahead, Cooley. Get, get your rocks off. Get your rocks off. I'm just saying we we got to understand that the amateur wrestling that he does in college, like these competitions, that's a lot different than this professional wrestling world of choreographed wrestling. No, so we sure. can't expect him to come. Like, sure, we got the Logan Pauls. We got the Logan Pauls who comes in, has his very first match in his stellar we got the bad bunnies who comes in has a first match and it's it, he got booed but his yeah, the match logan was great we know that yeah but logan but paul is for every great. logan paul and bad bunny we still got people like the rock whose first match was nothing to write home about he there's guys booed. like la Knight <laughs> right now who still can't have a decent match and i love him to death he's probably my favorite like i always say i don't want the internet to come for me but he's still out there botching and having terrible matches so it's like we can't really judge this guy on his very first match in front yes, of four thousand. Look at man, look at yes, man, look at look at. We absolutely imagine can. imagine being an artist in your very first performance, your very first time on that mic is in front of four thousand people. Yeah, we. I feel you. You think you're gonna get the very best performance? You're gonna fall flat. Yeah, yeah, but you know, you missing the fact that he's an Olympic gold medalist, man. It's like it's that don't like, mean nothing to me. It, it means this something is fake. To me, man. It's wrestling. It, it's pro it wrestling. Is, it is. It is absolutely. And you're completely right. This is a completely different element of existing as a wrestler but let's keep it a beanstalk man like if you are an olympic gold medalist we want to see that work especially like the indie darlings you know nxt is an indie darling show you know Mm. at least it started that way you know i I kind of kind of like started going into a different direction and now it's kind of getting back to that so we're expecting you to come out here and put in that work and that's why the whole crowd was on it like yo we don't care if you aren't aren't like you know the most well adapted to WWE style, but yo, you that man that you know put on the put on the you know gold medal, man. And we expecting Kurt Angle 2.0. And you black. You know what I'm saying? So we really out here like, what's up? You know what I mean? And when you come uh, out yeah. here, 
Is he black? I mean, he light skin. He, he a quarter black. black. His dad is black ish. He black ish. Like I'm just saying. Hey man, hey man, you know that's you know <laughs> I ain't even gonna get into that. That's you know what I mean. Black. If you, you if that's you got any dad. black in you, you black. You still having a black experience. You, you know what I mean. So, so is Drake black? Yeah, he's black, man. You see his daddy. <laughs> hey, you know I don't know. You, might ask, you ask Pusha T that question, he's gonna tell you something different. Yeah, that's because you know Pusha my complexion, man. You know what I mean? Our complexion, but I don't mean nothing. You know what I'm saying? You still black. You still having a black experience, man. So we we expecting the we not only that like and you know and being and being black not to harp on a race you know like line of it too much, but mm. you do have to be just you have to be twice as good, three times as good to even be considered yeah, decent. In any Which type sucks, of sport. But it, so sucks. you coming out here thinking, yeah, you know, I already won the gold medal. You know what I'm saying? And you out here just acting like this is just some place thing for you. It's not, it's like I said, it's not the fact that he's just green. Cause you could tell when someone is green and they're making mistakes. This guy is green and it doesn't feel like he's making mistakes. It feels like he's just not trying. And I think that's why people are pissed off. Cause it feels like this is beneath him because he's won the gold medal and he has another competition coming up. It doesn't feel like he's taking this seriously. So look. This gold, medal, going at this, this gold medal means less to me than the fact that he's been in NXT for four years you, now. That's because you never like won a gold that's, medal. That's I ain't the, never won a gold medal. That's the real issue. He's of course, been, it don't mean nothing to you. He's been signed for four years, so he's had time to get acclimated. I mean, his brother, his brother Damon Kemp, is in NXT, and he he do on all right to me. But he I mean, that's great the point, matches, So why can't he? But like but I that's said, the point, it was his very first match. And him having a gold medal means nothing to me. That's like saying, oh, this battle rapper, he won a bunch of battles. So why ain't why ain't his album going platinum? Like, bro, that's mm-hmm. a whole different thing. That's not I don't insane. know about that, man. I but, don't know. Look, you man, know I think, let me just pose this question. Oh, we go ahead. You think no, what? No, I, I want to hear you. I want to hear you. I want to hear you. No. Practice. <laughs> you're black no, you. I want to hear you. I'm not, I am not. I am not going to trash Gable. I'm just saying he has a lot of room for improvement. Let's look at a guy like The Rock. He's one of the greatest wrestlers ever, right? Or successfully. I mean, sure. I mean, you know. His right. debut was in front of 20,000 people, and he got booed. Oh. And it was at uh, Survivor Series. That's yeah, right. I believe he had the Rocky Maivia. Right. He came out with right. that he had crazy the shoulder thing. And, the, and he got right. booed, bro. That. He right, got well. booed. So I feel like there's room for improvement. Once Gable gets his heart 100% into this ring, he's going to go crazy. That's if he does. So let me pose this last question before we before we get off Gable Stevenson, my young black brother. What do y'all see from him in the WWE? Do you think he's gonna make it, or do you think it's just it's over? Because I think that I might. I I hate to say it because I was defending him this whole topic, but I don't think he's ever gonna get to the point that we want him to get. I can see him getting released in the next year. To be honest, that's just me. I Um, think he has a lot of potential. Once he gets he... two feet in a ring, he's gonna he's gonna go up. That's just me. So I don't man. I don't think he's gonna be released. I think that he I think he's a big deal. You know what I mean? I do, but I do think he has a long ways to go. Um now I, I think I think he and I think the long way isn't necessarily from um being in a ring and learning your tropes. I think he has to make a decision for himself. I think if he isn't here, it's going to be because of himself. It's not going to be because of WWE. It's going to be because he doesn't want to be here. Because hey, WWE wants him to work. You can't have one foot in. You can't have can't. one foot in. And anything that you do, you got to be 10 toes down and you can't have one foot in or else it's not going to work. Facts. When we started this podcast, we had one foot in. We was we was playing with it. We was dabbling in it, but we we couldn't quite figure it out. But now we're here, 10 toes down, and we 
we doing this every week. Gable Steveson, yeah. if you really want to be taken serious in this wrestling industry, you got to be 10 toes. You can't have one for them, but also trying to win these gold medals over here or doing this collegiate thing over here. You got to be all the way in it. Because wrestling fans, we can we can sense that. We can smell it on you if you ain't all the way dedicated to this. We see Logan Paul. He's dedicated. Yeah. We see someone like Bad Bunny who comes in every once in a while, but he's dedicated. <clears throat> yeah. So you got to be dedicated, Gable Stevenson. What you and got? Thing, yeah. Oh, go ahead. We got another thing. No, about to trash the black man again. Go trashing the black man. I'm not another thing, Gable. I was just wanting to say, four thousand doesn't compare to twenty thousand. So you got a lot of time, brother. Just think about that. Right. Hey, 20,000 yeah. making your debut in front 20, of 20,000 is, is actually crazy. On a pay-per-view. I had no idea. On a pay-per-view. Yeah. Like what? But yeah. He was also a he was also a legacy act too, man. So I'm pretty sure they were just like give him the bootstrap. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know. Ain't no I family. That's bloodline. Yeah, it's bloodline. You know the vibes. Come on, you know man. That's bloodline. You ain't got to be perfect, Gable, but you got to be willing. <laughs> Ready, willing, real. and Gable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that was so corny. Uh, Why I say that? Why did that I say that? That's fire. That's fire. Yeah, they gotta they that? gotta give him that gimmick. I'm ready, I'm willing, and I'm gable. I think Chad Gable had that at one point, to be honest. Word? Yeah. You know what? Actually, matter of fact, I got one more last thing to say about Gable Stevenson. Because the internet is killing me with this. Oh, WWE is focused on the wrong Gable, because Chad Gable was right here. Chad Gable is a five-time or what, four-time tag team champion. Right. Chad Gable was in multiple segments every Monday on Raw. Chad Gable has been doing his thing for years. WWE is not focused on the wrong Gable because WWE is pushing Chad Gable. Yeah, We only seen Gable Stevenson like twice in the last four years. So stop with that <laughs> nonsense. Stop trying to make Chad Gable sound like the underdog. He's not the underdog. Chad Gable you is know, that guy. Yeah, You know the internet go internet at He's the end of the great. day. Thank you. All right, what you got for us, Sylvan? What's All next right, on the docket? All right, man. You know what time it is, man. I have. I want to start by saying that I had the pleasure of watching this Cody Rhodes documentary, The American oh, Nightmare. 10 out of 10. Yes, not once, but twice. American Nightmare mm. becoming Cody Rhodes. It's an excellent watch. Did y'all get a chance to watch it? I didn't. Absolutely. I didn't get a chance. I was at work. I was Ooh. pushing mail. I was pushing mail, man. I'm sorry. I was trying to get a break, but I couldn't. It's two hours. I didn't want to half and half but i'm hearing that is incredible and i'm going to yeah, check it out today for sure yes absolutely well, when you get a chance we definitely watch it man because i got a chance to watch it twice and you know i, I want to say man like when when cody rhodes left wwe in 2015 um man i i really felt like him right where you're you're basically in this big establishment and you're going as star stardust for basically two years a gimmick that's placed on you that you're giving your all to that you're trying to make work and you just feel like you are living below your means you're not living up to your full potential and you really take a chance on yourself and you decide you know what i'm gonna get out of here i'm gonna wrestle the independent scene when it wasn't really as cool to wrestle the wrestle the independent scene as it is right now and i'm gonna make something for myself i'm gonna make a name of myself and not only that i'm gonna revolutionize um this sport and create another alternative product in AEW that allows people to understand the brilliance of the independent scene that has been bubbling for years and years and years. I think when you really take into account of who Cody Rhodes is and what he's done and him being Dusty Rhodes' um, son, mm. man, you really just have to give it to this guy. And as I watched this, um, I remember Quan was saying to me like, yo, man, this makes you want to like really like root for this guy. And 
I had to take it a step further, man, and say that I didn't realize how much that I didn't see Cody Rhodes as Cody Rhodes as a wrestler because of the Stardust character in WWE. Like, I didn't realize how much, like, I didn't remember Cody Rhodes as a wrestler. I, like, I forgot all about the fact that <laughs> this guy had an IC title reign, dashing Cody Rhodes. Dashing Cody Rhodes. Like, I forgot he was part of the legacy. I forgot about all of that because when he came out as Stardust, that was it. And he really and <laughs> yeah. he really committed to the character. I liked Stardust, even though I knew it was a one-dimensional character and it wasn't going to scale and go to the heights it could, it could go to. I really liked Stardust because he made me believe in the character he was fully committed despite him being so frustrated if you guys audience if you get to watch it you know you'll understand exactly what i'm talking about but i watched this documentary man and it made me realize that cody rhodes is destined to be the one to dethrone roman reigns and man here we go look guys and you know how i felt last year last year i was like no i said it i was saying it when when everyone was like Cody Rhodes is the one he's going to beat Roman Reigns at WrestleMania 40. I said, no, absolutely not. And the reason is because it's a little bit too early and he's just gotten his bearings back. He's fresh off of an injury for him to beat the longest reigning champion and finish his story so quickly. It's not good business. It's not good for anybody, even though we feel so passionate about it. We need to want this a little bit more. And watching this documentary has restored full faith in me. And saying, nah, this is the guy that has to beat Roman Reigns. And I've oh, I've only I've only my I'm only mapped out. I've only mapped out four solid reasons as to why this needs to happen. Oh God, here we go. Come on, guys. Damn. Come on. Peacock Come got you on, changing? guys. Oh man. I love I love I mean they look, wanted, guys. They won know, his fickle ass over. Wow. I want I, you all know and before was an and be- two hour documentary. Two hour. He's, all, and be- he's all look, in on Cody. Look, guys, and before before you know, I want my audience to understand I am a fickle, unreliable un unlike promising man you cannot depend on <laughs> you can't depend on anything i say in this podcast you can't hold merit in anything i say in this podcast Yo, you're i a, will change I, at a drop of a dime I, anything that i agree with yuck could change it's subject to change it just is what it is because this is wrestling and just like my opinion just like wrestling my opinion can change at any given moment and just like wrestling and booking Anything can change at any given moment. So I've listed four reasons as to why Cody Rhodes is destined to dethrone Roman Reigns. Number one, and they're all related back to the doc. So Mm -hmm. number one, Dusty's kids causing resentment to Cody is incredible. I didn't realize how much that Dusty was training all of the likes of the new indie darlings, right? He's responsible for everybody from KO, right? 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 Seth Rollins, Sami Zayn, Charlotte. Man, like I didn't realize that this new generation was coming up and Cody Rhodes was basically Stardust. Like what <laughs> right. what uh like what uh like and you know they alluded to this right back in the feud with Roman Reigns and Cody Rhodes when you know Roman Reigns was saying that Cody Rhodes was you know basic that uh was basically like not mentioned because when his father spoke to him about like you know the business and that he was basically basically raising Roman to be like the next guy. So Facts. they alluded to that in that feud, but right? We didn't but I didn't see it in front right? of his face like that. Yeah. Like this, bro, this kind of drip drove that home. Right? Yeah. Like when you watch that doc you realize wow, like Dusty was really raising the next generation and Cody Rhodes was just sitting here like yeah, I'm damaged goods. 
Like he was doing the Stardust. Right? <laughs> or you know what I mean? Whatever, whatever the catchphrase was. He was like, right? zap. <laughs> like, man, he was floundering. And man, like, what a story. What a, what a way to just leave the company and hit the indie scene. And not only that, but revolutionize the sport by creating AEW, right? Number two. Dusty never winning the championship and Cody doing it for his father is the story to tell in WWE. At first, I was a little bit like, okay, cool. This is a cool, like, you know, this is a cool, like, angle that they can use. But, man, when you start to realize that Dusty basically won every single championship except the WWE World Heavyweight title and that it's not only Cody's mission to finish his story but to define it and that this – in my opinion, there's no other story in WWE that's more urgent or necessary to see through. That doesn't rely except, on Roman, though. Except for the bloodline. I mean, it relies on Roman because Roman no. is the top dog. He's the top dog. Right, what's, what's reason three? What's reason three? Absolutely. So reason three is that this is ultimately Cody's biggest dream, a dream unfulfilled. And that's been the main oh marketing point. God. That is the main marketing point that's been driven with his character, right? The reason why he left AEW wasn't only because of personal issues, which he alluded to in the documentary and he wouldn't really give us like a full scope of what happened. Um, but it's because he was there to realize his biggest number one dream, which was to be on the top of the mountain of WWE. In my opinion, if you're marketing that for one of the biggest stars in wrestling history, it's just, it, it only makes sense that he dethrones the longest reigning champion in oh the past 20 to 30 God. years and number four that, and number four if all else fails roman still owes cody a proper rematch after cheating him out of it at wrestlemania 40 thank you very much for coming to my ted talk my beautiful black brothers give me your opinions so i can listen and give a fair assessment before <laughs> promptly disagreeing with both of you didn't Cody Ooh, say he wanna, didn't even you like handle this man? Look, look. Didn't Cody say he didn't like that meme that they they that that they made of him when he lost against Roman, so he didn't want to finish the story? Is this is this brother confused? What's going on? I'm confused. I, I don't know anything about right. that. Like, why does I don't know? Why I didn't hear about that. That his story. Uh, no, I didn't hear about that. Can, can yeah, that, that one meme where he's in a, where he's in a meme. He's, he's looking in a ring looking. Yeah, he's looking sad, and he's like, I hate that meme. I don't know why they made it, and I don't even want to finish the story because of that. He said that. How did you say that? He said that. I don't remember none of that. Oh, I'm just saying I don't remember it. I'm I'm being I'm being Silver honest. Think that, why does Silver think that the his finishing the story depends on beating Roman Reigns? Finishing the story is just winning a championship. Like, no, it's on, not. Man. And I, Cody has said it already. You know what time it look, is, man. We're not cool, here to cool. go against Seth Rollins at WrestleMania for the fourth time. Cool, like we're here cool, to beat you, the Char- you, Tribal you, Chief. You, you, you you done rebutting this man because I'm about to scream on y'all in a Hey, hey, I'm about to get him. I just I just want to I just want to see the <laughs> oh, I want to see you want me to get him. All right, hey, all right. Sylvan, you had your turn. You had your turn. It's my turn. It's my turn. I love Cody Rhodes. I do. I really do. And like five months ago, I would have been right there with you. But um, I am sick and tired of wrestling fans like Sylvan LeCue who keep saying what has to happen. Mm. Nothing has to happen. You know what? How about you just say you want it to happen? Because there's a lot of things I want. I want Meg Thee Stallion. I want a million dollars. But life don't work like that. I don't get what I want all the time. (laughs) I Just say you want Cody Rhodes to beat Roman Reigns. Because it doesn't have to happen. You know what happens? You know what happened when Roman Reigns went one-on-one with Drew McIntyre in his hometown? 
everyone said, oh, Drew McIntyre has to win. He has to beat Roman Reigns in this match. And what happens? Drew McIntyre lost. But if Drew McIntyre would have won, we would have never got the Sami Zayn story. You know what happened when Sami Zayn faced Roman Reigns in Montreal? Everyone said, oh, Sami Zayn has has to win. He has to defeat Roman Reigns. He has to. And Sami Zayn lost. And you know what happened? You know what would have happened if Sami Zayn would have won that match? We would have never got your boy Cody Rhodes story. Cody Rhodes went to WrestleMania versus Roman Reigns. Oh, my God. Cody Rhodes has to win. It's WrestleMania. Biggest stage of them all. Cody Rhodes has to beat Roman Reigns. And what happened? Cody Rhodes lost. But you know what would have happened if Cody Rhodes would have won? We would have never got this Jey Uso story. And now you know what the internet is saying about Jey Uso? Uh, Jey Uso has to win. When are y'all going to realize that what you want to happen does not have to happen? It doesn't have to happen. What's going to happen tonight? Or not tonight, because tomorrow is Friday. But yeah, what's going to happen at yep. SummerSlam is Roman Reigns is going to beat Jey Uso, and then he's going to move on to Solo. And what everybody's going to say is, ah, oh, Solo has to beat Roman Reigns. Nothing, None of this has to happen. So I need y'all to understand that. None of this has to happen. It's what you want. And what you want is not always what you get. Because like I said, I want a million dollars and a big booty white girl. I'm just kidding. I, I don't I don't want a big booty white girl. Hey, <laughs> what? I was like, hey, I'm, yo. I'm, I'm, I'm I was wild, like, I'm wild. hey, I'm yo. Yo, we just watch Barbie. One. <laughs> hey, Margot Robbie. Oh my gosh, she is elite. I'm I'm sorry to all my sisters out there. Right there. Margot Robbie is insane. Yes, it's worth a watch. Dave Meltzer gave her five stars. My Jesus. Look, but man. back to the point. None of this has to happen. All right, Cody Look, Rhodes. Man. I would. It would be cool if Cody Rhodes moves on and defeats Roman Reigns, but it doesn't have to happen. Like his story, finishing the story, finishing the story is winning the world heavyweight championship that his oh, dad never won. It doesn't and he don't want that. Go no, through Roman. It's not. Exactly. No, it's it's not. Seth, it can go through LA Knight. It can go through whoever. As long as he gets not. the title, he don't have to beat Roman. We know what time it is, man. We know that. Be, be, we know it's the world. It's it's not the world heavyweight ch- title. It's the universal title that Cody is after. Hey, we also, same, also, I never said. That this has to happen. I said that it's destined to happen. You, it's the difference. You, you definitely said it's an rewind urgent... the tapes. That man said it needs to be Cody. It don't yeah. need to be nothing. It, he's destined it has... for it. I'm saying need and has two different things. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like a need is something that's urgent. And that's what I'm saying. It's like it's an urgency. I think that it would behoove WWE to make sure that Cody is the one to dethrone. Roman Reigns. I'm not saying that this has to happen or else the company fails. Like <laughs> I, I, I was the one who said that Cody shouldn't win last year when everyone, and including my mama it's and y'all, me. were like, Cody is know. the one. It was, it was like was y'all right were in here, you. like, oh, Cody is the one. Who else is gonna win, <laughs> man? He's the prototype. He's the other thing since John Cena. And I was like, yo, bro, no, he shouldn't win. It's too early. This guy's story isn't interesting enough. To just win the championship off the longest reigning, but uh, defending two-hour documentary to change your damn mind. Of course, Bruh. absolutely. Bruh. I'm. I said it from the jump, man. Like you can't depend on me. All you can do is listen to me and hope I remain the same in in the next episode. But I might change my mind. I might change everything that I feel because that's how I live, baby. On the edge of the cusp, I live my life like an episode of Raw under the Vince McMahon era in 2017. <laughs> Everything is subject to change. All rewrites could happen. And all I'm saying is that when you watch this doc, and I can't wait till you watch it, Cooley, because I'm going to see I'm you in the group it. chat. 
changing your I'm whole watching. mo. When you watch this doc, you gonna realize that this man Cody Rhodes is the one that has yes has oh, now I'm saying go. it has to take over <laughs> wow. and, be, and dethrone Roman Reigns. Yo, Thank when you we gonna tell much. the truth about Cobb? Like, when we gonna tell the truth? 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 What's the truth? Cooley, Cooley, I got a question for you. When Uh-oh. you leave cereal on top of the fridge and you you forget to close the bag, what happens to that cereal? Cool, them them things get stale, man. They get stale. Uh, Cody Rhodes crazy. is cereal that's, that's open on the top of the fridge. Crazy. He's stale. He's stale. I, he comes out every crazy. week kissing babies, what? handing that's out his crazy. belt. That's crazy. American nightmare. We it's stale. Don't don't it's let stale. don't let Quan project. Won the World Rumble, but it's stale now. It got don't let, old. Don't let Quan project his personal interests onto reality. We know what time it is. You know who's really stale? Austin Theory is stale. But Cody oh, Rhodes come on, is man. yeah and, and yeah 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 I, yeah yeah that guy don't is that. stale. And you know I nah. love Austin Theory, sort of. But Cody Rhodes, but Cody Rhodes is far from head. stale. You hear those chants? You hear those chants when he pops out? You hear how excited oh, those saying, babies are? You, you see, you see those kids whimpering for their very lives with the American flags. I'm yeah, not saying the, the kids don't the love company. them. Exactly, the theme song is fire. The kids yes. love them. I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. From from a business standpoint. I wouldn't be mad if Cody Rhodes defeat Roman Reigns. I'm just telling you, as as a grown ass black man, seeing this white man come out with his little suits and his his colorful his socks and kissing suits. babies, like it don't, <laughs> it's not hitting to me. Cool. Before right. we get out of here, Cody, hey, hey, who do you who do you want to defeat Roman? Jey Uso. Oh man, it has to be somebody not in Cody the bloodline because we got to keep oh, okay. that bloodline story going. They not even ready. They ain't even ready. They ain't even ready. They ain't even ready. They been here. Jay, Jay ain't ready for that spot. Jay ain't ready for that spot. We ain't trying to see no Jay, Jay so universal title. Jay yet, he man. got the mullet. He ready. Uh, <laughs> hey, that mullet, the mullet goes hard. <laughs> <laughs> the mullet goes hard with the with the red hard. back. Listen, listen I'm gonna tell you one, one, thing, you one so. thing. One thing. Double or nothing. AEW 2019. Cody is not getting the title no time soon, bro. Triple H ain't forgot Thank about you. that, man. <laughs> he, he hit the throne. He broke man, the throne. All right, the throne. Y'all, 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 y'all keep. They haven't right. spoken on it yet. Who getting the title soon? Then Cooley. Nobody. Roman holding that thing forever, baby. I'm not Roman mad at is that. Going y'all, past y'all, y'all, y'all talking. Y'all talking my the record. Y'all talking my language right now. Look, yeah, y'all. Y'all remember know. when Cody Rhodes came out and broke the, Triple H's um kingdom throne? Like you think Triple H ain't thinking about that in the back of his head? He like, yo, I like you, but you you broke my throne on the AEW pay per view. You ain't touching yeah, this title a, no time soon, my brother. That was, y'all that forget, was sorry, man. Just... Y'all, y'all y'all forget, man. You know what I'm saying? Who's Cody's favorite wrestler? Triple H. <laughs> who who his came pops. back? Who's come back? Who's come back to the company and show nothing but love and grace to Triple H? Cody Rhodes. It, it, like Triple H ain't gonna let that get in the way of what's really about to happen, and and Cody all, is the one we all know. All jokes aside, though, I wouldn't be mad if Cody Rhodes does defeat Roman Reigns. I, I just wanted to push the point that it doesn't have to be him because I'm tired of seeing that. It it's not just you, Sylvan. It's, it's yeah, it's it's all over the internet, and it's like it, he don't. It, nothing has to happen. Just I just don't see anybody it. else. I just don't see just anybody say, else. Honestly, if, if there WWE, was somebody else, then I would feel that way. Look, if I'm WWE, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take it a whole different direction. I'm going to have the first person to defeat Roman Reigns for this championship be one of the young guys, one of the guys that's 25 years old that we can put at the forefront for the next 20 years. So I'm thinking like Brown oh, Breaker. He got uh, the look. He, got, he can talk. 
they clearly invested in him a lot. Like, why not Brown Breaker at some point? I thought I, I thought like uh, Sylvan wanted. Uh, I thought you know. Sylvan wanted L.A. Knight to defeat uh, Roman. Sylvan want L.A. Knight to defeat him. Yeah, man. Let's I want L.A. Knight. I want L.A. Knight. <laughs> the only person I want L.A. Knight to defeat to defeat Finn Balor because I think Finn should, oh. be, should be Seth Rollins. Yeah, he should beat Seth Rollins for the championship. And Finn no, should I, I can't see I, LA, I can't see LA Knight. Did. Yeah, I don't think LA Knight should have any title for a while. Like I, think I just can't. Just, I just can't see LA Knight defeating Roman. That's nah, it, it. Don't even look right to me. I I see them yeah. going at it, um, in the in the future, like on some like once you know LA Knight's like solidified, and you know I could see them going at it and having like a moment because I think that could be big for business, but hey. not right now. I think he's well, in a good space. Whatever happens, all I know is that the documentary was incredible, and Cody incredible. definitely made the right decision coming to back to WWE because he has been presented oh, like man. a star, and Ooh. the kids love him. I know where this is going. Kids yeah. love him. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> but <laughs> I know Cooley got something for us on the rundown about this documentary because a couple of statements were made by a certain someone. So, Cooley, let's talk about it. Let's get to this rundown. What Triple hey, H said. Listen, man. Hey, I didn't watch the doc. I didn't watch the doc, but I've seen this particular clip that's all around Twitter, all down my Twitter timeline. And it's about Triple H saying that AEW is a secondary promotion. Oh my God. That is so hilarious. <laughs> I am so sorry. <laughs> and Tony right, Khan, man, all, he hot. He hot. <laughs> he hot. He man. hot too. But listen, man. He didn't have to say that. Just like. Just like um, Roman don't have to lose to Cody. Triple H didn't have to say that, but I yeah. mean, maybe he was just in the moment. The lights is bright. He like, yeah, man, we 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 bigging ourselves up. WWE, we we never Look, won. It's, it's you know? kind of like it's kind of like the Stephen A. Smith meme when it's like, you're not wrong, but you ain't have to <laughs> say it. I mean, good lord. Love. Look, as much as I love AEW, because y'all know I'm the AEW fan of this podcast. Sure I think are. that AEW has the superior product most of the time. Now, sometimes WWE bounces back, but for, for the most part, AEW's product is superior to WWE's, in my opinion. But yeah. I love both companies. With that said, you got to look at the context that Triple H set this in. He said that Cody Rhodes grew up wanting to be WWE champion. He didn't grow up wanting to be champion in a secondary promotion, which is AEW. And he didn't lie. I mean, Cody Rhodes didn't grow up wanting to be AEW champion. AEW wasn't invented when Cody Rhodes was growing up. Yeah, AEW right. came yeah. around, what, four or five years ago? Mm-hmm. How, how did he grow up wanting to be AEW champion? So Triple H is not wrong in that context. And unfortunately, as much as people hate to admit it, because like I said, I'm an AEW fan, but AEW is the secondary promotion. WWE is the most popular in the States. AEW might be more popular in a couple different markets like the UK, but the UK is a secondary <laughs> market. It's <laughs> market. not the US. I'm sorry. So, yeah, it, it it's fine to be the secondary promotion, especially when your product is as good as AEW's. But Triple H wasn't wrong. I don't understand why people are mad about this. Do I sound crazy? No, you don't sound crazy, Quan. You know, but that's what happens when you tell the truth. You know, and you know, for the audience, I'm a WWE guy. You know, I'm I'm the, I'm the cream of the crop. You know what I mean? Like this is what I was raised off of. I I, I like AEW. I like some of the things that they do, but they're they're not going to compare to WWE to me anytime soon. And as far as I'm concerned, I like AEW. I think they're a great alternative product, but they are a secondary promotion. It just is what it is. When you people think of wrestling, they think of WWE. You know what I mean? And then when they if they get deep enough into it, then they might discover AEW. 
And then if they want to get even deeper, then they might start discovering, you know, New Japan Pro Wrestling and Impact. And, you know, if they really want to be nerds about it, then they could start going into other all types of other um, promotions, Ring of Honor, et cetera, et cetera. But they're a secondary promotion. And I think the problem is that it hurts. It hurts the fact that AEW wants to be WWE. Let's just keep it a bean. Y'all want to be WWE, but you're not. You want to be top dog, but you're not. You're number two. And there's nothing wrong with being number two, but you have to realize that it just is what it is. And yeah, I mean, it came out, it came out sad, you know, I mean, not sad. It came out pretty bad in terms of like how Hunter said it, but there's it no right way or wrong way to say that. But there's no right way or wrong, there's no right way or wrong way to say that you're number two. You're number two, like embrace it, embrace it and be like, you know what? All right. Yeah, we number two, but we're going to keep it. We're going to keep on pushing. And honestly, if they wanted Hunter to, you know, move a different way, then they would have to move a different way. Like AEW takes shots at WWE any given time, any given shot that they want. All their fans, a lot of AEW stands are constantly comparing both of the products. Nobody wants to work with WWE, be collaborative or have some type of symbiosis everybody wants to compete with wwe so how's wwe supposed to move you can't take all these shots and do all these things <laughs> and expect and, nothing and expect you know expect nothing bad you know what i mean or for people not to address you for what you are and right. and quite honestly all he did was say what you are you're number two and AEW's doing fine by the way i just want to point that fine. out fine it sounds like, it sounds like fine, you're trashing yeah. AEW. i just want to make sure you Admit I don't. That. I don't understand. Is doing fine. They're about to have seventy thousand people in that Wembley Stadium. That's a. That's and I don't. And I don't. Biggest wrestling. I don't. Event I don't understand why people. Is that what they're tagging it as? Yeah, yep. but I don't understand why that's why that seemed as so bad. Like people were like, like AEW makes it seem like it's so bad. Like all oh, secondary. It's like yes, you're number two. Like I you think, should be right, happy so- that you're number two. Like I, I get why ever. people got kind of mad about it because, like, think about it like this: as you, if you're an artist, right, you drop an album. The album's fire; it does its numbers or whatever. But then, you know, Drake come out and Drake drop his album, and it does Drake things because Drake is the biggest artist in the world. And then he addresses your album. It's like, yo, your little album, it was cool. It's like, yeah, my album is little compared to yours, but you ain't got to <laughs> say it. Like, you, 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 little bro in me now, and nobody wants to get little bro. Like, come yeah. on, man. I could come That's out tomorrow and sell three hundred. I could come out tomorrow oh, and sell three hundred thousand, and Drake can come out the next day and sell six hundred thousand. And if he was like, "Yeah, man, you know, you had a cool album, but you know what I mean." But I'm out here doing my thing. I'd be like, "Yeah, you're right. You're Drake. <laughs> like you're Drake. <laughs> like like you think like I like I have a ways to go. I'm glad that I did three hundred thousand coming out. You know, and I'm just starting out, getting my feet into the game. Like, yeah, I'm not putting up six hundred thousand. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm still me. Like, I'm very aware." Of where I'm at. AEW is not aware of where they're at. And not only are they not aware, they're delusional. It's like, bro. Are you wilding now? Bro, <laughs> they're, they're, they're delusional. You're delusional to think that it's offensive that you're number two. When this is the biggest wrestling company in the world. And you're the second biggest company in the world. Only five years Tony into Khan, the game. What's I really honestly just think that Tony Khan loves the competition aspect He's of a competitive it. So guy. Whenever, whenever someone throws shade at him like Vince, or Vince McMahon. Like Triple H, anybody throwing shade at him, he's gonna respond every time just because right. he loves that competition. He loves that Monday Night War type of feel. This is what he gets off on. So anytime he's mentioned, he's gonna use it as an opportunity to strike back. Hey man, Art of War he, never outshine the I never outshine the master, man. Tony Khan be moving so, like you know, Tupac ninety five, boy. 
Lost <laughs> right. power, he, baby. He hanging out the window with the Red Wings yeah. jersey, just spitting loogies at the camera. <laughs> yeah, man, but he ain't shook night. That's like Tony right there. Yeah, but he ain't shook night. He ain't shook night in that's 95 and 96, man. You know, hit row. I mean, hit row. Death hit row. Death row. <laughs> row is number one, Whoa. baby. Death row is number one in the 90s, baby. You know what I'm saying? Hey, but we still so AEW's bad boy? Yeah. Yeah. Bad boy wasn't putting up no death row numbers. Look, you know what I'm yeah, WWE no. might have the hottest storyline with the bloodline, but you know who got the second best storyline in wrestling right now? Adam Cole and MJF, Agreed. my brother. 100%. 100%. He about to betray that boy. Cooley. But uh, anyways, oh, <laughs> for sure. we have Jade Cargill. Y'all heard about the news, Ooh. man? Yeah, man. Supposedly, Ooh, she's not returning know. back to AEW. You know what that mm-hmm. means? She going across she's going the hall. One. Or... Is she going to impact with Naomi? <laughs> <laughs> what? Yo, if, if, if Jay Cargill go to oh. Nate, if she go to Impact Wrestling, uh, <laughs> hey, I will literally like, throw yo, my right? laptop out a window if she go to Impact. Oh, my God. Come on, man. I would love to see yo. her at WWE because we can get these feuds going with, with Charlotte, Rhea, Bianca. That would be dope, man. Jade is a huge staple in this wrestling community. We saw her this year at Wally Mania, and she was she oh looked fantastic, God. fantastic. She's she fine, my brother. Who we? Jade like uh, Jade Cargill. Jade, okay. Jade, can't wrestle man. though. <laughs> she definitely can't wrestle. Yeah, Yo, yeah. all right, I'm gonna keep it a buck about Jade Cargill. I'm gonna keep it a buck about Jade Cargill. No, Jade Cargill, she's incredible. I think she has so much potential. Yeah. I think Jade Jade Cargill has megastar potential. I yeah. can see her as one of the biggest women's wrestlers of all time, to be honest. But that's not going to happen in AEW because, unfortunately, she's not that good in the ring. And that fan base, that's all they care about. All they care about is wrestling skills. They don't care about your marketability and your look or none of that. They care about, yeah. can you put a, a five-star Dave Meltzer match on for us? And Jay Cargill, not that. So nope. if she doesn't return to AEW, I understand. Now, in WWE... They can put her in the PC, have her train a little bit, and they can market the hell out of her. In WWE, she will thrive, and the fans, we don't really care about the wrestling, the in-ring, the, the way the AEW fans do. So she'll thrive over in WWE. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's, it's, it's a layup to me. I mean, yeah, man. Come over come over and get the big bucks, Jade. You know what I'm saying? You know where the money at, man. You know what I'm saying? Well, like, you know, you know she, she, power is at. she was uh, with the performance center, like, some years ago before she went to AEW. Yes. Supposedly, she liked the way that Tony Khan was, you know, moving things. But also, time Vince then. was in charge. Yeah, Vince was in charge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a different, different time. time. Vince was, was you know, Vince time. ain't like black girls. Yeah, <laughs> man. And now we got Bianca over here. You know what I'm saying? And she's moving crazy. And you know what I mean? Seeing Jay come in. And, you know, I, I agree. She's not the best wrestler. I mean, she can't really wrestle, in my opinion. You know, but she has the But presence. she's brand new. She's brand new, by the yeah, way. Let's just point she, she that out. New. I don't want it to sound like we tried. Yeah, black she, she hasn't. She's green. She, yeah, she, she's green. She's green. She definitely. And she's been training. Like, like, let's not act like she hasn't been putting in work. So, like, i like to see her go to the, you know, go to NXT and, you know, get her stripes. Get some, um, get some real training going. Um, and, you know, get in there and be competitive, man, because she's a larger than life, larger than life talent, in my opinion. And AEW yeah. is uh, like she she can't be contained in AEW. I feel like and she passes the airport really. test. For people who don't know, the airport test is do you have the look? If you walk through an yeah. airport and people that who, who don't watch wrestling, if they look at you, can they go, wow, this person is a superstar? Whoever they are. Yeah. I must just not know about them, but they are a superstar. She passes yeah, the airport test for Facts. sure. Facts. Yep. Now, uh, speaking on AEW still, Collision. 
I don't know if you guys heard, but their ratings went up to Great show. 700 plus thousand. Mm-hmm. And it is dubbed the best since their debut show. That's dope. That's dope, considering the fact mm-hmm. that that was a, a special night. You know, the Crawford versus Spence <laughs> fight was going on. Everybody was prepping, Yo, getting their popcorn got on. his ass. You know, yeah, oh, my God. Man, my I didn't man want to say terrible. it. We like that Martin episode, man. I don't want to say it, man. It hurt, it hurt my heart. But he, what he, happened? He, got he lost. <laughs> How, though? Crawford was, like, really destroying him. Hey, first of all, yeah, he, he's he's about to be 33 he years class. old. He's about to be 33 years old. He's he's still dropping 30 pounds to fight at 147. That's a lot. And you're yeah, getting so. older. So he was he was sunk. You know, he walked around yeah. 175. So he had know. that car accident too, right? Like so. Yeah. yeah. And then he had the eye surgery. Oh, yeah. Yeah, man. He got yeah, outclassed though, man. That night. He got he outclassed did. though, man. He did. But shout, but shout out to Collision, out, though. Shout, <laughs> shout out to Collision. <laughs> we, man. we got way off Collision. Collision did yeah, his best number since his debut they episode. Debut show, yeah. Like applause. I said, Collision, man. Like I said, CM Punk is gonna carry this show, man. Y'all see mm-hmm. it. Y'all mm-hmm. see it. Collision is doing their thing. Like it's the best AEW show of the week to me. I like it oh. more than Dynamite. I'm on Facts. record as saying that. Facts. Even though Dynamite was Dynamite was really good the other night. That yeah. hardcore match, John Moxley, he, he did his bleeding thing like he always yeah, does. Yeah, of course. We yeah, know what's going on coming. at the end of the show. We though. didn't think a wrestling <laughs> show on Saturdays could work. We didn't. I definitely didn't. But the fact that these ratings have improved for the third week in a row is telling me that yeah. people are starting to settle in with this idea that wrestling is on a Saturday night. We might have all had it wrong. I think yeah, this, I think this, this is a big... T- no, oh, sorry. Do you, do, do you think, Huli? Nah, I, I was just going to say, do you, do you think CM Punk save AEW? Hell yeah. I mean, yeah. Nah, AEW didn't need saving. I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't, saving, I don't think AEW needs saving at all. I will say, though, that, um, you know, CM Punk does come from, you know, besides being an indie darling, he is a WWE mind. He understands how to work product. And a lot of the things that he's implementing into AEW Collision are tactics that WWE has notoriously used. And it's working. You're seeing the ratings going up. And you're seeing the stories being told in a way that's really compelling. You're seeing stakes being presented. Right. You know what I mean? For matches. It's like the stakes are high. It's not just we're about to put two, <laughs> two wrestlers into the you know, in the ring and be like, go at it and put and give us a five-star match. Like, nah, we're there's real stakes on the line. And I'm 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 very happy for AEW, very happy for AEW collision. I'm very happy for CM Punk um having a show that he could really uh lead with his vision and with his expertise. And I know a lot of people are going to sit here and be like, oh, you're giving Punk a little bit too much credit because he's a WWE guy. You know what I mean? And I get where you're coming from, but it's the truth. I am giving Punk a lot of credit because he's a WWE guy because that's what good business does. And they're doing good <laughs> oh business. God. So shouts to AEW Collision. You know what I mean? Learning the tropes. Led are you going to watch tomorrow? Previous own. Um, nah, SummerSlam is happening. So you know, I'll catch the rerun. <laughs> I'll catch the, the I'll catch the episode after, and I'll catch it the, the next day, and then you know we'll 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 get cracking. But AW, hey, I like Collision. Collision is my favorite show. This is the hottest AW has been since since WWE caught fire last summer. Yeah, when yeah. Triple H took over, this is this is probably the best that AW's product has been. And you know, that's dope, man. And you know, I, struggle for a second. And I, and I want to say it's because you know, look, I I hate to say this, but it's the truth. It's because they're starting to invest. In storylines, like real actual storylines that pe- that are entertaining, you know what I mean? That are really entertaining, that are, that are engaging, and that make people want to see what's happening. Like they have to now that their whole angle isn't we're not WWE and WWE is pretty hot right now. They have to really dig deep with them themselves and 
figure out what's going to make people come back besides their core audience storylines you know it's just is it is what it is yeah what else you got for us brother Ah, let's take it back to somebody we packed up last episode, man. Let's oh, talk about Matt man. Riddle for a second. Oh, so, no. God. as we all heard, his push has been on ice because of his history. Leaked news, drug suspension, all of the above. What is going on with our guy, Matt, man? He's on ice right now, dog. He's on ice, man. I tried to tell him. I tried to tell y'all. Look, when he came out and he lost to Ludwig Kaiser, and Ludwig Kaiser is a great wrestler, don't get me wrong, but his position on that show, to lose to Ludwig Kaiser clean, that pretty much tells us what what it's looking like for you. Because this is a guy who had the number one shirt in the company for like eight months or something crazy. That RKO bro, that RK bro stuff, like he, he struck fire. He struck light. It was, it was a lightning in a bottle situation. He was the hottest. For him to fumble that being horny is crazy. It's crazy. He horny and on drugs. Matt Riddle, you about to kill your career because you horny and on drugs. You got to stop, man. Stop, please. I'm rooting for you. You are one of the best in-ring guys in WWE. I honestly think you can stand toe-to-toe with Seth Rollins as far as being the best in-ring wrestler in WWE. But you got to stop doing drugs and being horny. Stop. Man, it's crazy. It's tough, man. Um, you know, it, it's really tough. I think that, you know, I think Matt Riddle's just a free spirit, man. You know, but and that's cool. You could be a free spirit, but you can't be a free spirit and, you know, moving the way that you're moving in WWE, man. Like, it's the same thing with RVD. You know, it's, it's RVD was just, you know, out here doing this thing. And it was like, bro, like, you know, at a certain point, you got to, you got to apply, you got to, you know, apply yourself to the rules and the regulations. You know what I mean? Like, and I just think that, you know, like, look, man, like Riddle is just really a free spirit, bro. And that ain't going to work when you got rules and regulations. So, facts. I, it happened in UFC. But, I mean, UFC yeah. did. Cut him. It did. He's been having yeah. his addictions for, what, 10 years, 2013? That's a long time. Yeah, man. Right. And he and he so, entered the rehab facility earlier this year. So, it's on yeah. him for if he really want to change at the end of the day. But I know that's, yeah, a, that's a hard thing to change, you know? But it and like I don't want to sound like I'm ragging on him because I mean I do understand that addiction is a disease and I am yeah. rooting for Matt Riddle to get his act together because like I say he's one of the most talented guys in WWE, but the sexual deviant stuff that keeps coming out and like the you got to stop that when you're on a platform like WWE's you have to stop that if you were on the Indies it would be cool because you know you kind of in charge of your own career at that point but when you are on a platform like WWE who's about to be in like the biggest deal in the world with the UFC and ESPN and all this stuff. You can't be out here (laughs) banging prostitutes and doing Coke. Like you can't, you just can't. So like was the last stuff about him, but the last stuff that leaked was like him and his wife, right? It was like on some, like, yeah, this is a, this is a PG company. You can't be making sex tapes in a PG. Like, come on, man. My my thing, my thing. My my thing with that though is that like you know I you know like I said like I don't I don't condone anybody like leaking anybody's personal you know contents or whatnot like that's just not something that I condone I don't approve of that um, I really do feel for Matt and his wife because at the end of the day that is his wife like now if it's just him you know it's like bro I don't know what to tell you but either way I still don't condone any of it um, but it's like there's less control over that um, as opposed to like 
what's really been going on with like his drug issues and his drug habits. It's like, man, like, yeah. bro, I just hope you get good. Cause like, that's, that's something that's, that's a real choice. Like you don't have a choice in the matter of somebody like finds, even though I think it's very odd that his personal sex tape with his wife got leaked. That's just very that's, odd. So that's the thing is, is that's not the only one. Like this keeps happening to him. At some point you got to stop sending out dick pics like at some point you got to realize that this ain't the way to move when you in wwe wait wait so question out you're a celebrity so question is are those videos from OnlyFans or a website and people are stripping them i don't i know there was a video of him and his wife like you know doing the do so my thing is like you know it's like yo i don't know how that escapes you know, yeah. the confidence of you it's and your way wife. more than just like, him and his wife, though. That's the thing. Like this, this is a common occurrence. With if Matt Riddle, if Matt Riddle was Gable Stevenson, he'd be in the unemployment <laughs> line right now. I'm letting you know right now. If Matt Riddle was Velveteen Dream, he would be unemployed. Yeah, it is what it is. He got to get better. He got to stop. Got to stop. Yeah, it's tough, man. Yeah, it's, it's tough. So moving on, man. Hey. We're praying for you, Matt, man. You got to get it together, brother. Yeah, we are, but man. Yo, that leads us to one of the WWE legends, Matt Hardy, and his comments on pro oh wrestling in today's oh, era. he was right, though. He was right. Matt Hardy mm-hmm. says pro wrestling is at its hottest it's ever been, but it's not hotter than the late 90s. Is that a fair take? I believe so. Of course I do. I'm an attitude baby. <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> wrestling was on fire in the late 90s come on man everybody was superstars but matt is not wrong right now wrestling is sizzling hot it's hot super hot fire oh my god yeah, bloodline really is carrying it's, it's going crazy right now so he's 100 percent correct and he see it he i mean vibes. but how does that even make sense though he said it's the hottest ever but not quite as hot as the attitude era like huh that doesn't even make sense because you basically said the attitude era was hotter but still right now it's, it is the hottest like I think, what? Come on, I think it's I think it's like a matter of like 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 when you look at things objectively, like wrestling is probably the biggest it's ever been, in my opinion. Yeah. It's more you profitable. know what I mean? Like it's it's, it's definitely more profitable. It's a larger than life like entity. Like the business is just it's like bar none, you know. But when you look at like the popularity of wrestling and how cool it was, like nothing's touching attitude era late 90s mid 90s like wcw yeah. ecw yeah for sure wwf like the popularity the pop culture was just astronomical i don't know if we'll ever get back to that um i would like no, to think we that won't. we will but honestly we it won't. was just so it's cool. impossible it's impossible to recreate something that was such a big moment in like pop culture history yeah it's like you can't you can't recreate something that was the first of something you know what i'm saying like as much as we love the LeBrons and the Kobe's, you got to understand that Michael Jordan came at a time when basketball wasn't that popular and he took it to like such a global scale yeah. that it was like the first of its kind. And you can't recreate that feeling because now basketball is what it is. Yeah. So like we can't really expect today's stars or today's product to really recreate what happened in the past. Like that's impossible. It reached the yeah. uh, it reached Facts. the ceiling that it's never going to pass, and that just is what it is. But that don't take away from today's product. The product is, is definitely the hottest it's ever been since then. Yeah, and we are seeing the benefits of it. Like, look at the money that they're making. Like, this is the <laughs> most crazy money. Like WWE keeps reporting record profits every single quarter. They're making more money than they've ever made. It's Disney, yeah. so it's like this: the business is sizzling. 
but it, yeah. you can't recreate the past. Like that pop culture relevance is, it's impossible. impossible man. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's all I have for the rundown for the, for today's. Oh, that's it. Episode. That's all we got. Yep. That's all I we got, guess. man. Well, oh, you know God. what we do on every every episode? We like to <laughs> give our flowers out to one of our favorite black wrestlers, whether past or present. Who y'all want to give it to this week? Gabe Stevenson. Anybody. <laughs> Gable <laughs> Stevenson? We're giving it to Gable Stevenson? I'm, gonna give it to I'm Sarah, giving man. it to Gable Stevenson because, I mean, it was his debut. You know? You know that's, right. That's, that's, that's you cool. Know you know what? Hey, Cooley called hey. it. So, yo, Gabe Stevenson, you went out Shout there. Shout out to you, man. Your very first match. In your life was in front of 4,000 people. That's a big deal. We hope that you get better. Hopefully your heart's in it. But you did the best you could. Like I said, I did the best I could at my tryouts. I failed, but at least I tried. Gable Stevenson, at least you tried. Come get your flowers and your crown. You are wrestler of the week. Uh, you ain't getting I, my flowers, I, I, brother. We already know what oh, time oh. it is with you, man. You got to oh, do better, man, bro. On, like man. you got, I don't know if you want it, bro. You, you, you know what I'm saying? Like you, you got to go back to the drawing board, man. They can give you your flowers if you want. Me, a brother like me, I'm gonna give it to you straight. You don't look like you really want it like that, B. You know what I'm saying? And a brother like me, I could tell when somebody really want it and when they don't really want it. You look like you kind of treating this like this just some little side gig that you're gonna do when you decide to take it seriously and you're gonna get back to them gold medals. Them gold medals is cool, baby, but they ain't gonna pay the bills. WWE gonna pay them bills, man. Until you start understanding what it's like to have real <laughs> will in this thing, you don't get my flowers, baby. You get my do better. Do better, baby. You know who is gonna get my flowers? Jay Cargo. Because she's deciding to go with the big money, baby. You know, she what didn't saying? decide it yet. We know what time it is. Shout out to you, Jay Cargill. She decided. Come home, baby. Come home. We can give Jay Cargill flowers every week, and I'm Mm -hmm. cool with it. Come home, baby. Come home and do what you got to. You know what? Come home, sister. Sorry about that. All right, man. Y'all taking y'all taking away from Gable Shine, man. Come on, our black woman. What shine? What shine are you talking about? Like shine? He tried, bro. Come on, man. He tried. You remember that once? I tried so hard. That's Gable. All right. He tried. He ain't tried so hard. Me, he tried hard me, enough. Me, I would have had a meltdown. That's a lot of people, man. I'm I'd saying. Like, oh, I would have freaked out. I'd Yo, as oh, soon snap. as I botched the belly to belly suplex, I probably would have just went to the back. I would have called that job and quit right there. Like, Yo, so do better. The fact that he was out there trying his best. He yeah, tried his best. Gotta count for he tried, but he didn't try his best. Y'all know what, With that being said, you know what we do on this podcast. We give out flowers, but we also pack people up. Who we packing up this week? I know who I want to pack up. I know who you I know who pack I'm packing up because it's gonna be the same dude every week <laughs> doing the same thing. <laughs> John Moxley, you bled again. You bled again. Come on, brother. Come on, bro. Yo, John Moxley, hey, yo. stop bleeding, man. Hey, yo, cool. We gonna pack up to, John Moxley every bro, week. We got to have a countdown. We got to have a countdown. Every we have to, like a count box of how many times uh, Cooley we have to. <laughs> this is Cooley cannot stand bro. John Moxley, bro. Yeah, that man. Bro. He can't stop bleeding. He can't stop it's bleeding. Insane. It's insane. Who you, you packing up, Sylvan? Man, I'm packing up Gable Stevenson. Man, you know. Wait, look. so he's our black wrestler of the week, and we what? packing him up? <laughs> Happens. Jesus Christ. That was y'all black wrestler of the week. He ain't mine. I, I, already, I already gave y'all my black wrestler of the week, man. You know, look, look, man. And, you know, I'm going to give my little dissertation to you, man. You an Olympic gold medalist. You in a black, you are a black Olympic gold medalist. Now, and on top of that, you got, you know, certain allegations against you that, you know, people haven't necessarily turned a blind eye to, man. You got to work twice as hard in this company. And you went from people, you went to having your debut match. People were literally <clears throat> cheering you and literally booed you. And started cheering 
one of the most hated wrestlers in WWE history. I don't know how that happens outside of a wrestler who is just not trying. And fans, fans are not stupid. Fans can tell when a wrestler is trying and really is doing the best that they can in their green versus when it just feels like you just here to be here. And it looked like you were just here to be here, man. You know what I mean? We don't need that, baby. If you want this, then be about this. Two, you know, ten toes. You can't have five toes, man. You can't. You can't be dipping your toe in the pool, man. You gotta. You gotta get in the pool and get cracking. Right. You know what I'm saying? So until you do that, you know, you getting packed up, baby. All right, I say well, that with love. You know I, I gotta pack up. I gotta pack up. I hate to do it. This pack up might come with a little rant, but I got. I gotta get this off my chest. Do y'all mind if I get this off my chest? Yo, do like a thing, bench man. press. Let's get it. So look, I'm. 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 You know me, I be tapped in on wrestling Twitter and social media. I always got to see what people talking about. I got to see what they saying. So, SummerSlam. Y'all know the deal. SummerSlam. They cut yeah. Trish Stratus and Becky Lynch's Ooh, match because it's time. And, you know, they also they also didn't put Rhea Ripley on the show. Now, I just want to say, Becky Lynch is probably one of the most decorated <clears throat> women's wrestlers in the company. Right? She's Facts. main event at WrestleManias. Facts. Rhea Ripley is the most used women's wrestler right now. She's on Raw. She's on NXT. And she's on SmackDown. She's out there bullying the men, beating up the men. They present her in a big way. And she's the women champion. Facts. Right? So why is the internet starting justice for women wrestler hashtags and saying that WWE is doing an injustice to women's wrestling because these two matches got cut from SummerSlam. Do they realize that Shayna Baszler, who hasn't had a big moment in how long? Probably five, six years. Yeah, give or take. She's finally getting her time to shine on pay-per-view, but we're supposed to just ignore that, right? <clears throat> Ricochet, who's been wondering if he's going to have a job tomorrow because he's been on the cutting block for the last decade. He's finally getting his big moment on pay-per-view, but we're supposed to just ignore that. There's 20 people in this battle royal who are getting their time to shine because they're never on TV. We don't see them on TV at all, but they're getting their big moment on SummerSlam. And I'm supposed to be sad because the most overexposed women wrestlers aren't going to make this one pay-per-view. I got to pack up the loser ass IWC. Y'all out y'all goddamn minds. Pack yourselves (laughs) up and stop with this crybaby bullshit. That's my rant. That's tough, man. That's that's tough. I mean, I, I feel like, why people are upset. We gotta tell about the, the women, truth at some I, point. I, I I see why people are upset about the women, man. You know, it's SummerSlam. Nah, you know, man, it's, nah. It's one of the big four pay per views. You know, I get it. I get it, man. Get Bro, Rhea Ripley be out there bullying Solo Sokoa. I'm not Solo her, beat everybody but... up, but Rhea Ripley be in his face. Yeah, and I'm supposed right. to be sad because she's not on SummerSlam. Bro, uh, she on TV three times a week. You're not wrong, man. I just I think it's a yeah. larger issue of just the booking. I just think the booking with the I'll tell you what the larger there. issue is. These loser ass internet fans are losers. <laughs> they always want to complain about something. God damn. Y'all whisper the successes. When something goes right and you love it, you whisper it. But when something goes wrong, all of a sudden you screaming like Stephen A. Smith. You screaming like me right now. <laughs> Pack your loser ass up. Pack up Yikes. the IWC, the internet wrestling community. IWC. Y'all get in this pack. Damn. Tough love. Tough love. Tough love. I feel you, brother. Tough love. And on that note, we out of here. Wait, 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 w
I want to uh, do a special RIP to Paul Rubens, aka Pee Wee Herman, because he, yeah. he was a part. He was a part of the WWE Hall of universe, Famer, right? Yeah, yeah, he got he got awards. He, uh, I remember he was on Mania. He got a Slammy Award. Yeah, he was on Mania 26, 27 with The Rock. He had a cool segment. You know, he had yep. some segments with The Miz. So, you know, R.I.P. Pee Wee Herman. R.I.P. The GOAT. R. Big R.I.P. to Pee Wee Herman. Yeah. Indeed, indeed. He used to be like, I know you are, but what am I? <laughs> <laughs> that's what. That's the IWC whenever they see Rhea Ripley not on SummerSlam. I know, <laughs> I know you are, but what am I? I hate y'all. I hate y'all. I can't stand you diva stands. I can't stand hey, yo. y'all. Quan going crazy. No, Quan going crazy today. Quan, I even like this. Quan, Quan, a rational one, man. Look, and I, I, the thing is, I love these women. I love Becky Lynch. I love Rhea Ripley. But can we give somebody else some time to shine? Like, why are we acting like For it's real. such a big injustice that they not on SummerSlam? What? What's and the, I know what, Rhea what probably. Are, what are the women's matches on SummerSlam? Is it just Rhea and uh, we got Oscar who got snubbed last year? She finally get a match this year, so she's facing who's she facing? Eo Sky? I don't know. Or I don't Eo? even know. Bianca Belair? Oh, no, it's Eo. Oh, wait. Oscar, Bianca, and Charlotte. Yeah. So she oh, getting her gonna match. Banger. That's going to be banger. Exactly. And then we got um, Shayna Baszler versus um, Rhea Ripley. Yeah. That's going to be fire. No, Ra- so no. Uh, Ronda Rousey. Ronda Rousey. The I mean, yeah. Why did I say Rhea Ripley? You know my mom is on because she's fine. Yeah. I mean, why are we mad? Like, come on, man. Y'all want the pay-per-view to be seven hours? Yeah. I mean, it's y'all want Y'all want a five-hour premium live event like everything can't make it it's okay it's okay trish stratus will get her becky match in montreal it's gonna be fine it's gonna yeah. be fine y'all we don't need to Relax. overdo that either and i think i think people are upset that Rhea isn't her reign hasn't really been as um active just because nah, she's on they tv they horny like matt riddle <laughs> oh snap stack man yourselves up hey man are right, we Rhea. really gotta get we really gotta get out of here y'all got anything to shout out before y'all before we get out, man, um, you know, hmm. hey, well, shit, like, they, no, they quiet, sh- so that's sh- it. We out of here. Y'all know uh, where to man. find us. We back, we back Shout out to y'all. Week. Same time. Shout out to y'all. Shout out to MySpace, Facebook, everything. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Black, Black Planet. Black people meet. Black Planet. All that. <laughs> we out of here, baby.